look gorgeous. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Jessica Harlow podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. In case you're new here, I'm your host, Jessica Harlow. I'm probably best known for being a content creator in the beauty and self-help space. I created this podcast because I wanted to share the spiritual but also practical things that have really helped me to kind of transform my life. When I saw how much better my life was becoming and how much better I felt when I decided to take my happiness into my own hands and make it my number one priority, I wanted to help as many people as possible feel just as good. I believe that everyone is capable of doing more than just admiring beautiful, happy, successful people. Why not join them? Speaking of admiring people, sometimes that can lead to finding yourself feeling jealous and or envious of others. There's this natural part of human nature. I mean, it's even visible in primates. I think they're one of, if not the only animals that we can see this in, but we can actually see them compare themselves to each other and show envy and jealousy and kind of like behave like how humans do. It's really natural. And as humans, we forget so much that we are, we're animals and it's in our nature to observe and notice and compare and measure. It's kind of part of survival in a way. But we have to be really careful when it comes to jealousy because it can really kind of drive us insane if we aren't careful and aren't practicing self-awareness. A woman wrote into me not too long ago. You guys know how much I love talking to you guys on like in my DMs on Instagram. If you're not following me on Instagram, my username is at Jessica Harlow. Most people listening to the show are already already follow me. They know that. But in case you didn't, I'm very active on there. And I do spend some time almost every single day going into my DMs and answering and interacting with as many of you as I can. It's one of my favorite parts of what I do. But anyway, that said, a woman wrote in something that I think a lot of people, a lot of women especially, might be able to relate to. And um, so here's what she wrote. Hey, love, I'm 37, single, and I think I'm a great catch. But I find myself green with envy over a lot of things lately, especially engagements of people who are way younger than me. I know that's silly and unfair, but do you have any advice? And I already spoke to this woman, so she already knows my 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 advice on this, but I wanted to share it with you guys because I know that there's a lot of people who maybe can relate to this in some way, shape, or form, even if it maybe doesn't have to do with um, relationships, but maybe just any kind of envy. I think it's very natural for so many people to feel, again, envious, jealous. Like I said, it's kind of a natural part of human nature. But the very first thing that I told her was to clean up her energy. Look, the first thing when it comes to really any issues that we are experiencing is self-awareness. And it's very, very easy to point fingers at other people and to look outside of ourselves at what's going on around us. But the real first step is to be aware of what we're feeling and acknowledging it and then being really proactive about fixing it. You would be surprised how so many people will feel jealousy and envy and just let it completely consume them without ever taking a pause, even kind of going throughout their whole entire lives feeling jealous and envious. I mean, it's almost like a habit. And with any habit, unless you are acknowledging it, addressing it, and replacing it with something or finding a healthier a healthier outlet for it and understanding it and packing it and packing where it's coming from, what's causing you to do it, it's something that's going to become like just almost like a ritual, like something you're going to do for the rest of your life. So the very first thing is, of course, being aware of it, acknowledging it, accepting it, facing it, and then really focusing on taking care of it, which requires cleaning up your energy. That was the very first thing that I told her was to clean up 
her energy. Our thoughts have energy to them and they really impact how we feel and how we behave, our attitudes, how we show up and how we move through life. So you don't want jealousy and envy to become a way of living. Jealousy and envy are very low vibrations. Even though they're natural emotions to have, it doesn't mean that they're good. Nature ain't always nice. If you've watched the Discovery Channel, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But jealousy and envy are really rooted in scarcity. Being jealous, being envious is really a reflection, a side effect, whatever you want to call it, of a scarcity mindset. I mean, think about it. Why would you be jealous or envious of someone if they have something that you think that you could also have? If they have something that you believe, and believe is very different from think, believe is like next level, but if you believe that you can have also, okay, something that you are also capable of having in your life. Jealousy is really a sign of scarcity, which is really about insecurity. Look, here's here's the secret. We're all insecure to some extent. We're all at least a little bit insecure. But one of the keys to a healthy and happy life is to not let your insecurities get the best of you. Not letting the emotions that come up when your insecurities are triggered run the show. So we're digging through the layers and really getting down closer to the root of the problem. We're experiencing jealousy and envy. We notice it. We know that it's a part of thinking and feeling two things. Scarcity, or lack and insecurity, which in some ways are kind of the same thing. If you feel insecure, it means you're feeling some form of scarcity, some form of lack. Secure people or more secure people don't feel envious of others that have what they want. They're happy for them and they tend to attract more of what they want into their lives and in the meantime, manage to stay happy, content, Regardless of when or how that thing that they want also shows up for them, everybody wants something, Um, but they keep their energy clean. They keep it happy. They keep it light. They keep it detached overall. Um, And when they have those, those feelings of maybe jealousy or envy, because we all have a bit of a dark side to us and that jealousy and envy is definitely part of that. But the key is to really make that dark side work for you to kind of use it as fuel and motivation. So in this case, let's say specifically in this, in this scenario, what I told her is instead of looking at it as, oh, why them and not me, reframe it as this is more evidence that love is abundant and possible. Catch yourself when you have those why not me moments and shift it into this is evidence, not evidence of there's less for me, but evidence of it's possible. Okay, it's all about your perspective. There is no reason to feel insecure. Like I said, what you focus on, what you look for, how you view things is how you're going to see things. So if you're viewing life as there's just no love for me anywhere, you're probably going to attract more of that because that's how you're moving through life. That's what your brain is being told to notice. And whatever you feed your brain, it has to be right. Like I said, we have this, it's like some scientific word that I can't think of at the moment off the top of my head, but there's some part of our brain that is literally wired to make sure that we are always right. It's the reason why so many of us, when we feel very strongly about something, or we know people who feel very strongly about certain subjects, it's because that's what, like, it's confirmation bias, pretty much. And that's what makes it so hard to sway people's opinion. But that's not what this episode is about. Let's get back to, sorry, I'm going a little bit off on a tangent, but 
It's really about reframing things. So when you see others having the things that you want, use it as motivation and as inspiration. Choose to view it as more reasons why you shouldn't give up the expectation that good things can come to you. Good things that are very similar to what these people have can come to you. And that what you want is possible for you. Listen, nobody's going to feel inspired to put a ring on a girl that's pissed off because everybody else is engaged and married. Train yourself to celebrate for other people, to celebrate their success and use them as fuel to do better for yourself. In a way, when you're happy for other people, you get to also be happy with them and take part in their joy. On another note, just because people are married, now this isn't me trying to be pessimistic, but here's the thing. Just because people are married doesn't mean that they're happy. Just because people look happy doesn't mean that they are. Just because people are together today doesn't mean they won't end up heartbroken tomorrow. This isn't me trying to sound pessimistic, but there really isn't any point in feeling jealous and or envious of other people because everybody's got their shit. Just sometimes some people's shit looks different than your shit, okay? Everybody's got their shit. Things that nobody knows about, things that nobody even shares. There are so many instances where we've seen people lead seemingly perfect lives only to find out that there was a very different story taking place behind closed doors. So really focus on your own shit. Focus on how you want to feel, the life that you want to create. And if I may add my own two cents, let's say you're somebody who really wants to get married and like put marriage on some kind of a pedestal for whatever reason, really think about what that reason is. Like, why do you want that specific thing so much? And this really applies to anything. I'm just answering this specific woman's question. Um, There's just so many different ways to experience love and being loved and life with or even without another person. There are so many different avenues that can lead to the happiness that you're seeking, no matter whether it's marriage, whether it's a certain career or whatever it might be. It really doesn't apply exclusively to marriage, but really to anything that might be a goal for you. Think about what the thing represents to you. What's the meaning that you're attaching to it and decide if it's for the right reasons or not. If you think that having anything is a reflection of your worth as a human being, you might want to analyze why that is and whether or not it's serving you. Maybe it's time to take a closer look at your beliefs and the subconscious beliefs you have surrounding literally any area of your life, anything that you want, regardless of what category it might fall under. And the thing that I hope most for this woman and others like her is don't get so hung up on the thing. Like, do you want to be, let's say, for example, do you want to be married or do you want to be happy? Do you want to be in a relationship or do you want to be happy? Do you want to have this thing or that thing or do you want to be happy? Do you want to feel good? Please place happiness and feeling good as the priority, as your priority, your responsibility, and let the rest be cherries on top. Trust me, more people will want to be around you when you're happy anyway, when you're enjoying life anyway, rather than when you're trying to force something into existence or spending so much time focusing on what you may not have or what you think you don't have or what the the lack of whatever it is that you really want. Think about it. Would you want to be with someone that's so hung up on how terrible they feel because everyone else simply has a partner and they don't? It's like, don't you have other things 
that make your life interesting? Don't you have other things that bring you joy? I mean, there's a difference between simply wanting something, intending to have something. Now, in this case, this woman, you know, intending to get married, dating with a purpose and with with the intention of marriage and being completely consumed by it. There's two totally different things. It almost gives the energy of anything or anyone will do. And that's not sexy. Choice, selection, those are sexy things. Patience is sexy. Enjoying the process is attractive. Having openness and a good sense of humor can be intoxicating to the right person. Having a sense of fullness can be intoxicating to the right person. Okay? And that's what it's about, right? The right person, the right circumstances. The thing that jealousy does is it robs us of our happiness in the present moment. Jealousy leads to almost obsessive thoughts. And when you're in that mental space, you kind of get tricked into thinking you cannot be happy until you get this thing or that person or that situation, that circumstance. It's that destination addiction or destination delusion rather of I'll be happy when I have this person or this relationship or this job or this house or this car or this lifestyle. No, maybe you'll hopefully be even happier if and when you have those things. But if you're not happy now, the last thing that you want to do is even select anything when you aren't happy, even select anything when you're in that jealousy mindset, because again, that comes from a feeling of lack. And when you feel like there's lack, when you feel like there aren't enough options, then it makes it a lot harder for you to have good judgment. Because when you aren't in the right headspace, if you aren't in that full space in your life, you're kind of looking at things without really seeing the full picture. But that's a whole other episode. In the meantime, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope that it resonated with some of you. If you know someone who would enjoy it and or benefit from it, feel free to share it with them. If you yourself have gotten value out of this episode or any episode of the show that you've listened to so far, I would really appreciate it if you took a moment to let me know by leaving a rating and a review of this podcast on iTunes. Not only does it help the show to grow, but it also helps me get a clearer picture of how I can make this show even better for you when I know what you guys are really liking, what's helping you, what's resonating, and what you want me to dive deeper into. So if there's a favorite episode that you have, something that I said that stuck with you, whatever it might be, let me know about it in your review. And when you do leave a rating and a review, or if you share this show in any way, shape or form, please take a screenshot and email it to me at hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com. And in return, you will be sent my hair care tips and secrets for growing the longest, healthiest hair that you can, as well as access to a few exciting things that I have lined up for you guys this year. In the meantime, thank you again for listening and supporting the show. And as always, I look forward to talking to you again next Thursday.